let's be real, I'm unqualified at best, but I'm taking this year to challenge my fears and seek out authenticity through conversation and hopefully some daring vulnerability. The goal, I'm not really sure yet, but I hope to come out of 2022 more connected to myself and my friends and my faith. Welcome to a year of holy interruptions. Come journey with me, or you know, don't. It's really up to you. Believe it or not, we are almost done with 2022, which is absolutely mind boggling to me. This year has flown by. I have done so much more than I expected to do. I've also done less than I expected to do. And it's funny looking back on a year, how much you did versus how much you expected to do. Sometimes you end up doing way more. Sometimes you end up doing way less. Sometimes you think you're going to the right and you end up going all the way to the left. And <laughs> it's it's just crazy. And I love the end of the year. I love having a fresh start. I love having a time to sit down and prioritize goals and growth and all those different things. If you listen to my Atomic Habit series, you know I'm all about habits and growth and personal development. Um, but I just love the turn of the year and the time to reflect. But I also know that that's not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone likes to look back. Sometimes there's disappointment or sorrow to what happened this year. And Sometimes it feels like it was a really stagnant or stuck year for you, or maybe you didn't accomplish the things you were hoping to, or you didn't get where you had wanted to, or, or things happened that prevented you from being who you had hoped to be by the end of this year. And goals are hard because it comes with a lot of expectation, and I genuinely believe that expectation leads to resentment. Because when we expect things, we expect the best version of it and we have high hopes for it. And in life, most of the time, the things we expect are not the things that happen. And having a vision of all these, you know, bright, shiny things and this perfect way to, to look at stuff often leads to the reality of what happens. It's maybe a little messy or not as perfect. It makes it look so much worse in comparison and it leads to a lot of resentment for reality. And I don't think it's healthy, but I think it's natural. It's a very, very organic process. Um, but I wanted to just take a moment on this episode and as we come to the end of the year to talk about what to do when you're feeling stuck, when you feel like you're not getting to where you want to be in life, when you feel disappointed by some of the opportunities that you did or didn't have or the choices you did or didn't make. And I heard a quote recently that I've really been chewing on in the past few days. And it went like this. Whenever your life is feeling stagnant or as if nothing is happening, that means you're being given the time and space to heal and release the baggage that you cannot carry to where you're meant to go next. And I thought this was such an interesting perspective on feeling stuck um, because so often it feels like a hindrance. It feels like you're just waiting. It feels like the doors aren't opening. It feels like a wasted season, I think. And the reality of, of being in a season where things aren't moving is you do have the space to maybe process things and navigate things and think through things in a healthier way than you might otherwise. And I just love that quote that, you know, you feel stuck, but really this is just your time to heal. 
This is your time to rest. When you're always on the go, when you're always working towards the next thing, it's easy to get so caught up in that that you don't stop and just remember that you're a human who has limited capacity to do things and is imperfect and is trying and rest matters so much. And I remember I I heard another quote a few months ago and it said something along the lines of when you feel like you're hitting a wall, maybe it means that that wall was intended to hold you up while you rest on it for a second rather than something you need to break through and tear down. Maybe that block or that hindrance is in place for you to breathe and to rest and to regather um, and then, you know, gather your wits together and, and once you're, you know, fully up and running again, smash through the wall or whatever it is. But I love that idea of maybe the the hindrances and the blocks we have in place aren't actually hindering us, but they're offering us an opportunity to slow down and to rest. And I think rest is not highly prioritized, at least in the culture I've been in and the culture I was raised in. We very much have a hustle mindset and a hustle culture, which there is good to hustle. I'm not tearing it down at all, but it's not necessarily always good for the soul. I think our culture has a tendency to tell us to do things 100%, to go all in, to do it all really well, to do it perfectly, to give us the you know, perfected image of what your life should be. And that's just not real life. Our lives are so messy. They're so imperfect. We can't do it all right 100% of the time. It's not possible and it leads to resentment. And something I've really come to live into and believe in recent months is that I can't give 100% to everything I do. I don't have the capacity. I don't have the energy. It's not realistic. It's not helpful. It's just not going to happen. I can't give 100% of myself to everything. There's not enough of me. But 10% is better than zero. 5% is better than zero. And the other day, I finished a really long day at work. I was just exhausted. I was not having it. I had really low energy. And I had been planning to go on a five-mile run after work. And I just wanted to skip out on my run entirely. I didn't want to do it. I wanted to just veg out on the couch. But instead, I went on a one mile run. And it wasn't my 100%. I probably could have slugged my way through a five mile run and given 100% to that goal. But you know what? That 5%, 5%, that 10, 15%, however much it was, I don't feel like doing the math right now, that was still better than 0%. And what I'm, what I'm learning is that the best version of me isn't the version who gives 100% of myself to everything. It simply isn't possible. She's not perfect. She's not flawless. The best version of me is the version of me that respects myself respects my friends and my surroundings and I give what I am capable of giving to the best of my abilities and that version of me is the healthier version and the version that's actually able to be sustained and I've been thinking a lot about happiness and 
I don't think I was put on the earth to be happy. I don't think that was what God created me for. I think God delights in the happiness I do have. I think he delights in the celebration and the moments of joy I'm able to experience, but I don't think my purpose was just to experience happiness. And I actually know it's not because because I'm here to share the gospel. I'm here to share the good news, um, not to feel any specific type of way. And without any element of sorrow or mourning or loss, I wouldn't even be able to understand happiness to begin with. So, (laughs) but that's a whole other topic. But I've been thinking about what is happiness? What makes up happiness? And how do I cultivate happiness when I'm feeling stuck? And how do I find joy in the seasons where I'm just burnt out and I'm tired and I'm done and I don't want to do anything? And how can I make that, you know, 15% happy and joyful? And, you know, just a little bit goes a long way. And I've been thinking about how important it is to cultivate presence in my life. I'm not talking about gifts, although I do love a good gift. Don't get me wrong. I'm very excited for Christmas, but (laughs) um, I'm talking about cultivating presence with yourself, with your community, and with the Lord, and investing time into being fully in the moment. I'm starting a practice of leaving my phone at home on Sundays. I drive to church, my phone stays home. I don't need it. And I go to the beach and I play volleyball and I drive back home. And that, I can do that full day and just cultivate it as a day of presence. As a day of I'm sitting at church and I'm being at church and I'm, you know, finishing the service and talking to people and I'm not looking at my phone, I'm not checking in with people from home. As good as those things are, I'm taking that day once a week to just be with myself, with the Lord, and with my people that I am directly next to and impacted by. And I'm trying to cultivate having meals with people and leaving my phone in the car or leaving it in my purse turned off and trying to just be someone who is embracing moments of being fully where I am. And I've, I've said this before, but I'm in what I'm calling my investment season. And part of this season means that I want to be someone who is um, present to her friends, who is listening to their needs, and who is um, not distracted. I want to be someone who's very just aware and alert and alive. And I think my phone, in some ways, is inhibiting me from being that in some areas of my life. And so I'm trying to take actions to, in my investment season, build the habit of presence. And I think it's in some ways a spiritual discipline of presence and having the discipline of, you know, being with people and having the discipline of sitting and being present to God and just waiting to hear his voice and to listen for what he has to say or what what he has to give you. Um, and I think the Lord speaks when we 
I think he speaks a lot. I think we don't listen and hear it as much. And so I'm trying to build the habits that allow me to hear, um, that open up my ears and my eyes to hear and see what the Lord is doing. I suppose what I'm really trying to get at is that I hope as you are thinking towards the next year and trying to plan out things you hope to do or want to do, that you plan times of rest. I hope you plan a staycation and a day where you just stay at home and rest and do your favorite random hobbies. I hope you get out watercolors and paint for four hours and doesn't need to be good, doesn't need to look nice or perfect or even be anything. But I hope you take the time to just be creative and artsy and embrace the the colors God made and look at them and mix them together. And I hope you you really, as you walk into this coming year, you find the time to reconnect with parts of yourself that showed up as a child that maybe you haven't been able to see recently. And I hope you cultivate that presence of being so deeply with yourself in all of your ages. I hope, (laughs) I, I know that sounds weird, but as you are, for me, as I am 24, I am also 23, 22, 21, 20, you know, all the way down to zero. Like I am all of those memories still put together. I am all the hopes, all the dreams, all the prayers of all of those years. I haven't stopped being that. I've just added another layer. And I hope that as you plan for the coming year and as you set aside time to establish what this year will be, that you make time to revisit the younger versions of yourself and to do what would bring them joy. Um, I know that's silly and and I think silly is good. <laughs> I, think, I think there's a playfulness and an innocence of childhood that we would really benefit from embracing and from loving and giving time to and energy to. And I hope that you're able to embrace the parts of little you um, and, and the things that they loved and they hoped for. And if you wanted to be an astronaut, I hope you go to an observatory and you just stare at the stars. Or if you wanted to I don't know, be a race car driver. I hope you get your niece or nephew or your child or a friend. And I hope you play with matchbox cars with them. Matchbox cars? Is that what they were called? (laughs) I don't remember. But I hope that in whatever you had hoped to be, you find a way to revisit that in some small way, shape, or form. And that you bring a little life and a little joy to the young version of your, the young version of you who always hoped to be that. Thing, that person and maybe you are doing exactly what you hope to people like that amaze me I used to be well, I didn't use I used to be a lot of things but that's not what I meant to say I used to want to be an artister or a cook <laughs> and that's how I said it I said an artister and this year one of the things I'm doing is I have a goal to bake a lot with yeast I feel very 
unqualified when it comes to baking with yeast. And so I'm taking time and setting aside some of my time this year to just bake and learn how to make breads and pretzels and muffins and bagels and desserts and souffles and all these different things and learn how to use yeast um, in cooking and to kind of go back to that root of wanting to be a cook and kind of play with that and see what comes up as I play. And I just, I hope you feel encouraged to rest, but within your rest to be playful with it, not to just sit and be exhausted and sleep. Yes, there is there is a need for that, absolutely. But I think rest comes in many shapes and sizes. And I think play is one of the most restful things we can do because it's not just rest for your body, it's rest for your soul. And it's rest for your mind. And I just, I want that for you. I really, really do. And I want it for me. And (laughs) I just, I hope that even if you're feeling stuck or you don't know where you want to go, that you take some time to go back to those childhood roots and dreams and find a way to live into it and to embrace it. And that even in the seasons of being stuck, that there is joy in the past version of of you. And that if little you saw you making bread or um, driving a car, that they would just be delighted in who you are becoming and and what the Lord has brought you to um, in this season. So those are my hopes for you. That is what I have to say about presence and um, rest. And I hope this episode was an encouragement to you as you are headed into Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. What a wonderful season um, to be in. And what a wonderful life. <laughs> um, and with that, I shall bid you adieu. See you next Friday. <laughs>